uh, I consider myself an introvert, but I do have several close friends, Edie among them, and I do love spending time with them in small, intimate settings where there's not a lot of ambient noise going on because like, I just get like really, really, really distracted by a lot of noise. I'm not a big party gal. All right. Hi, I'm Edie, and I'm also an introvert, which is super weird that there's two introverts having a podcast <laughs> talking incessantly, Leia. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably all that time we spend alone recharging, That's it. you know? That's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I love my friends and I love talking to them on the phone. I love texting them. I love writing them cards. And I also love hanging out in person. Uh -huh. A difference between us, Leia, is I do enjoy going to noisy places with my friends, like if it's a show or a concert. Okay, you know, I do, I do mm -hmm. like that. Um, it seems that all of my kids are extroverts, oh. though meaning that there are always lots of kids at my house or I'm driving them to see their friends uh -huh. or, you know, this or that. Wow. But flipping the tables tomorrow, um, I'm having my friends over. The Swifties are coming Again. over and we're having a... How? <laughs> the, the Swifties are always over. <laughs> I feel jealous. Well, we're a tight group. You, you, Swifties, uh, you know, welcome all into the fold, Leia. You just have to start listening. Okay, well, you know? yeah, it might be too much for me. I don't know, but maybe I can give it a go. Let's see. Well, I think you'll have fun, like, being enraged at Taylor's exes. Gus and I spend a lot of time, you know, talking mm -hmm. trash about her mm -hmm. exes. It's yeah, fun. Yeah, well, I do read about them. I do have the knowledge. <laughs> I have the background knowledge, so I do know. We're <laughs> the two chit-chat chicks. Like always, we'll be sharing chit-chat tips and tricks. Jennifer Garner's satisfying salad recipe and purple shampoo. <laughs> Maybe we could put some of that purple shampoo on the salad. <laughs> the salad. Yeah. We will gather around the campfire to talk about burning topics. Adult <laughs> friendships, which doesn't sound quite right, Leia. <laughs> It sounds like adult, oh, you know. as in adult. Okay, no, no, okay. <laughs> and of course, of course, we will have our chit-chat challenge of the week. In our chit-chat tips and tricks segment, we share things that make our lives just a little bit happier or better. Leah, tell us about this salad. The satisfying salad. I'm so excited about this. I've not yet made it, so I shouldn't, you know, maybe I shouldn't be endorsing it until I make it. But it seems really easy, and I saw it in, um, what, of course, where did I see it in? In a People magazine uh, several weeks ago, and I took a screenshot, and I am committed to making this this week. Jennifer Garner's Satisfying Salad. And, you know, Jennifer Garner is, like, super into Martha Stewart and all things domestic. So I trust I trust her, too, that this is going to be a good recipe. And it's, it's easy. It's, like, two cups of mixed greens, one cup of veggies, okay, that can be cooked. Some of Jen's picks are peppers, broccoli, or roasted sweet potatoes, which, of course, I like the sound of. A quarter cup of cheese, any kind of cheese you want. A third cup of nuts. I love chopped nuts in a salad. 
one avocado, one cup cooked brown rice, a pound of chicken. This is a lot. We'll put it in the show notes and I'll put it on the chit chat. A pound of chicken? A pound of chicken. I don't know. I think you could do this veg too. That's a lot of chicken, but you could use like a rotisserie chicken, right? Yeah. So it could be convenient. You know, rip that thing up. This isn't a serving for one, is it? It is It is not for one person. It's for, you know, a bunch of people, unless you're ravenous, mm-hmm. uh, because it's too much work. You, you want to make it, you know, for uh, or have several servings of it over a course of days. I think it would keep really nicely, too. So after the chicken, you've got two tablespoons of olive oil, tablespoon of red wine vinegar, salt and pepper. Okay, so you chop all the toppings except the lettuce, you mix them up, um, and then you combine it with a drizzle of the olive oil and red wine vinegar, and Bob's your uncle. It's just a bunch of veg, nuts, cheese, avocado, brown rice, chicken. I think it sounds good. It sounds very good. Yeah. Yeah, just like a summer treat. A treat. Yep. Very satisfying. Yes. Satisfying summer salad. Jen Garner, thank you. Okay, what about the purple shampoo? Well, Leah, for years I'd seen the purple shampoo, and I'm like, what is up with this purple shampoo, you know? Right. But right. recently I got, uh, you know, highlights, my balayage, mm. and um, I get the caramel highlights. And I'm, nice. yeah, the caramel highlights. I don't know that I'm a fan of them always because they got too brassy. But my new stylist told me, use purple shampoo because I have dark hair. And then with the caramel highlights, Uh they can get brassy. Uh And what the purple shampoo does is it tones down your highlights and just makes it work all together with your dark hair. Um, You have to follow the directions on the purple shampoo and conditioner because if you leave it on too long, your highlights will turn purple. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, this is interesting to me, Edie, because I've always been told as a blondie that I should be using purple shampoo, too. Well, use it. I I find it's I don't use it every time. I use it maybe every other or every third time. But it does. It does really work. And I'm very happy with my um, balayage because of the purple shampoo. I think I just bought the L'Oreal brand. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, you know, I'm in I'm in the country now, so I can source these things. You can so source it. Maybe this is the summer of uh, purple shampoo for me mm-hmm. too. I like it. Yep. Do I hear a campfire? Do I hear a campfire tune? It's time for Campfire Chat. Okay, so Edie, I came across this article in the Times a few months ago called How to Make and Keep Friends in Adulthood uh, by Katherine Pearson. And I just have to say it really spoke to me and I thought we could always, you know, use a brush up on friendship, right? So I thought we could talk about it today. All right. All right. So I sent you the intro to the article. Well, I sent you the whole article, but do you want to read the intro for us? It seems kind of long. You want me to read all of it? I'll read whatever you want. Okay. (laughs) All right. In July, Marissa Franco went on a solo vacation to Mexico, 
By the time she flew back to Washington, D.C. 10 days later, she had formed an entirely new group of friends. As a psychologist who studies friendship, Dr. Franco has a leg up on most of us when it comes to forging connections, and she leaned heavily on the strategy she learned researching her new book, Platonic, How the Science mm -hmm. of Attachment Can Help You Make and Keep Friends. Dr. Franco assumed, for instance, that people would like her. And she reminded herself that people in transition, like those who've recently moved, gone through a breakup, who are, or who are traveling, tend to be more open to making new friends. Buoyed yeah. by that knowledge, she struck up a conversation with a... Okay, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so she wrote a book about keeping friends. And you kind of yeah. made it into... You, like, outlined it, right, Leah? What'd you do? Yeah, I did. I did. So I just like pulled out some of the big takeaways and I thought we could talk about them. Okay. Uh, you know, just some quotes and some some strategies that she has. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. So I was quite interested in this. And one of the things that, she's, that she said that really, you know, that was sort of, you know, the basis for her book is that platonic love is somehow seen as less important or meaningful than romantic love and she wants to dispute this well yeah that really spoke to me because people always like to have you linked to someone else romantically that's always how it's been you know look back at right. jane austen yeah. it's people like <laughs> you to be linked to someone and i yeah. remember the devastation after my divorce because i'm like i don't matter because i'm not linked to anyone anymore oh, you know right wow and people mm -hmm. are always asking about you know your husband your wife your partner but no one is asking you how your best friends are doing <laughs> you know <laughs> that's true right that's it's true. almost like you're not lovable if you don't have a romantic love in your life and that's just how people see it Kind of like, what's okay. wrong with you? So I like this okay, reframing. Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, I like it too, because sometimes, you know, I think about how important friends are in my life and that, you know, I don't, I, I love going out with, you know, a friend or two in the evening or doing this or that with them. And to me, that's very rejuvenating and really, really important that I get a chance to do something outside of my relationship with my, you know, the love of my life, because... And, and I don't want everything, like, it's too much pressure for everything to revolve around that one relationship anyway, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's not, I, I don't believe that's what it should be like. So I, I enjoy the idea of, you know, all of that, all of those different relationships having a very significant um, role in your life, whether it be with your kids, your friends, a partner, um, or changing partners over the years, or without a partner, right? Mm -hmm. It's all... It's all important. And the relationship with yourself, of course. But mm -hmm. that's that's a whole other episode, isn't it now? That that's another episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well the other yeah. The other thing that she talked about that struck me was this is a misconception that friendships happen organically. So people who believe this actually have fewer friends. So, you know, you gotta put the effort in, you know, it doesn't just happen. And, you know, I, I used to say to my kids when they were, you know, when they were in middle school and high school or even elementary, I'd say, you know, you're going to find your people, you'll find your tribe, but, you know, not necessarily if you're not out there putting in the work or, you know, looking for your people, they don't just find you, Yeah. you know? 
So I think it's that that was important to think about. Mm -hmm. Like you, you need to go places, do things where you think that you might make connections with people if you want to make new friends, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you got to get in the game, Leia. Get in the game and go and make those friends. You know, you can't sit yeah. in the corner and be a sad sack, you know. Yeah, yeah. Get out of the corner. Get out of the corner. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here are some tips that we are given uh, that uh, I picked out the ones I liked the best. So mm -hmm. <laughs> there's more to, there's more in this article, but you know. Yeah, I or you can buy your book. So, well, this is it. Or, you know, we'll put the link to the article in the show notes yeah. and on the Chit Chat Coop so you can find it there. So one of the tips is to assume that people actually like you. What? <laughs> what? How can it be? They can't like me. <laughs> I'm too much of a loser. <laughs> yeah, that seems like a good place to start. I remember telling my um, grandma Sarah, like, about someone new I was dating. And I'm like, uh -huh. you know, I can't believe he likes me. And my grandma looks at me and she's like, well, what's not to like? Yay. So, Yay, Grandma Sarah. So, yeah, that's a good one. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe if you have a hard time thinking that people would even like you, maybe you need to, you know, maybe that's another issue. Well, that's true, right? That could that's be a separate true. issue. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, one of the one of the tips that she gives, and I really like this, is make the first move, uh, and that you're much less likely to be rejected than you think. And you know, her story was that she went on vacation and she met several people in different places, you know, out out at restaurants and stuff, and just invited, you know, sat down with them and chatted with them and made friends, right? And uh, I have to say, I have I have a fun little story from many, I don't know, maybe seven or eight years ago. We had a substitute teacher when I was teaching grade three, and um, she was in she was in a bit longer term, and we just were talking all the time and having a great time, and uh, but we hadn't you know done anything beyond our chats at school, right? And one day I just said, you know, I really like you, and I know you're here in Beijing for a few more years, and so am I. And do you want to be friends? <laughs> just like came out and said it pretty much like that which seems a little bit juvenile yeah. and she was so touched she was just so touched and she loved it so much that I asked her to be my friend her name is Lisa uh, she does listen to the podcast so yay Lisa um, and you know we became fast friends after that and it kind of I, I don't know where the relationship would have gone had I not made those in you know just invited her to be my friend but it was cool right and uh yeah but, so. yeah all right so the next tip that i found helpful uh, obvious but helpful is uh put yourself out there join something that meets regularly yeah like i'm in a book club that meets every other month so that's really nice i, I really enjoy everyone who's in the book club and then uh -huh. now you know i'm with the swifties and we just meet on an as need <laughs> basis but you know <laughs> i suppose we could meet every month to talk about taylor but that seems a bit ridiculous for someone of my age leah i don't know i don't know <laughs> 
Well, you have a wonderful juvenile sense of, you're not juvenile, you're youthful. You're just youthful. youthful. Yes. 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 Let's skew it that way. That's great, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I I haven't put myself out there very much recently. I think, uh, you know, in the summer I am because I'm reuniting with many friends and family, which is super fun. But um, I think in my last year in Beijing coming up, my last school year, before we move back, you know, part of me doesn't want to put myself out there because I know we're leaving, you know, and there's sort of this gradual pulling away. But I don't know. I mean, the friends that I've met internationally or have been friends for life so I think I need to do something next year so make that a goal that I will meet regularly with a group of people to you know whether Mm -hmm. it's to get together and have Korean barbecue in my new neighborhood or (laughs) the Korean Mm -hmm. barbecue club I like that actually (laughs) yeah I don't know what it will be but or you know I've Actually, Edie, I have to admit that I've been jealous over the years because I was in a book club uh, many years ago, but not since we've moved to Beijing. And I've never been invited to join one. Uh, You know, and I understand that people already have their groups and blah, blah, blah. But maybe this is the year like I start one, right? That I put myself out there and I invite, I, I, I start the meeting of people who meet regularly. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good, right? And then we can read the books I want to read anyway. It could be like the... Well, that's not how book clubs work, Leia. (laughs) Everyone gets a chance to choose a book, not just you. Uh, Well, there can be different rules. But anyway, I'm open to the idea. (laughs) I'm starting to see why people might not want you in their book club. She's too bossy. <laughs> too she tries bossy. to take over. We'll only be oh reading Leia's gosh. books. <laughs> Barbara Kingsolver again. <laughs> Eckhart Tolle. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So I love this tip. And it is show and tell people and including, including your present friends, how much you like them, okay? So this friendship specialist says that um, people feeling like they matter, the whole idea of ego support, that's tantamount in a friendship. There's nothing more important mm-hmm. than, that, than that. So, you know, like keep building people up. Keep letting them know that you like them and why you like them and uh, don't be shy with the compliments, Exactly. And remember their birthdays because, you know, that makes you feel special. Shoot, I'm not good with that. That is not a skill set of mine. I don't I don't do that. Well, you can become good at it. That's true. That's it can just be a text. You know, it doesn't have to be this whole, you know, thing. Well, that's true. Yeah, you're right. But I, but I do, I do love, I actually enjoy telling people how much I like them or things I like about them. And, you know, it doesn't have to be a physical, you know, compliment either. Like your hair looks great, but people love that too. Right. Yeah. Is that new Bali, is that new balayage you have, Edie? Yeah. Are you using that purple shampoo? Have you been using purple shampoo? (laughs) (laughs) But also, yeah, just letting people know what you enjoy about them and, or, or, how or why you feel good being around them. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Final tip. 
The final tip is to scroll through your contacts and look at who were you actually texting last year at this time. And if you like that person and they're still in your life, but they've sort of been on the periphery for a while, maybe send them a note and let them know you're thinking of them. Or I guess what could go along with this final tip is to like reignite a dormant friendship because we all have friends and friendships that have just kind of, you know, gone away for, you know, just being busy or whatever. But, you know, revive them if you think that's a worthwhile friendship. There's probably several for you that you could choose from. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. I can think of a few people right now. You know, Mm -hmm. and I am home for the summer, so there are people I would love to reconnect with. So that's a that's a great one. Okay, well, adult friendships. Let's just keep let's keep playing around. I was gonna say let's keep working on them, but let's let's keep playing with them. Sounds good. Okay. (laughs) It's time for the chit chat -chat challenge of of the week. So The challenge of the week is to reach out to someone and let them know you like them or you're thinking of them. Do it this week. Every week we share our challenge of the week on the Chit Chat Coop on Facebook, a really fun place to chat with other listeners to the podcast and to give your opinions and recommendations. So do it. Yes. Yeah, do it. Yeah, come join us there. So that is it for this episode of the Two Chit Chat Chicks. Check out the show notes for links to our blogs, to Instagram, and to my Etsy store, Prairie Girl Greetings, and the CC Coop. Yes. Okay. And we'd love a review on your uh, podcast platform that you listen on. Uh, It helps more people find us at the pod and uh, that's fun. So yay. Thanks, Leah, for editing the podcast. Okay. Yes. I mean, you're (laughs) welcome. Yay. (laughs) Love it. Love producing this podcast. (laughs) Can't wait to edit this episode. (laughs) We've had to stop and start several times because we were losing phone connection. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It's all good. It's all good. Okay. Well, bye-bye. Cluck, cluck.